You're listening to Happy From the Inside Out with Megan Bunner, episode number 10. Happiness is a skill and one that you can learn. Each week, I'll bring you timeless wisdom, inspiring stories, and practical tips on how to permanently reduce your stress and love the life you've been given. This work turned my life around, and I believe it will be equally as amazing for you. Let's get started. Hello, hello. How are you? I hope you're doing delightfully. I hope everyone in your family is healthy. I hope that you are healthy. I hope that you all, everyone's loving life, you know, all of the things. Um, I wanted to ask you before we get into the podcast today, how you are feeling Have you paid attention to your body and what it's been telling you today? Your body has been saying things all day long, and maybe there's something that you've been pushing aside. Is there something that you thought you haven't had the time to listen to? Or maybe you were too afraid that if you listened, then you might get trapped in some kind of downward spiral, and so you've been trying to stay busy and not get lost in it. Whatever it is... I'd like to invite you to take a moment to check inward. Do you have any tension that needs to be addressed? You are more than a consciousness and more than a body. You are both. And the better care that we take of both, the more relaxed we will feel, the more at peace we will feel, the more able to respond to our lives rather than to react to things. So go ahead and pause the podcast if you need to so that you can give yourself the attention that you deserve, truly. Okay, maybe you paused or maybe you didn't. Either way, it's fine. If you did, did anything come up for you? Did did you notice anything in particular? If so, take a few moments today to just sit with it with curiosity. You know, what can you learn from it? Maybe there's something your body's trying to tell you. And not in this weird thing where like your body is something else, you know, your body is connected to your mind, right? And to your brain. And so your, your brain sends messages to your body all day long, but if we're tuned out, we'll miss them. And they're, they're such vitally important messages because our lives truly depend on them. So now I'm going to segue into this podcast episode and I want to address something that, um, I wish now that I had addressed earlier on about the podcast title. This podcast isn't called Fake It Till You Make It. I'm sure you've heard that term before. It's wildly popular. And I didn't call it Fake It Till You Make It precisely because so many of us already feel like frauds with things. We've been pretending to be happy on the outside for so long. We're practically professional at it. This certainly described me a number of years ago. We walk around pretending to be happy, pretending to have our ducks in a row, pretending that everything is okay, and meanwhile, we're literally dying on the inside. We're overwhelmed. We're living without healthy boundaries or even an understanding of what healthy boundaries look like. We're overworked. We're having little to no margin in our lives. Our, you know, our work bleeds into our personal lives and we don't have any escape hatches. 
this way of life has become second nature for Americans and so much of the rest of the world, and it's leaving us more empty than we could even anticipate. We keep up with other people's lifestyles. We overspend on our budgets. We compare ourselves to other people who supposedly have it better than we have, right? And only use their lives as a reason to despair about our own lives, the things that we don't have that we want. And, you know, we're just in that unhappiness. We don't even know why we're so critical and unhappy. So you see, I named this podcast Happy from the Inside Out precisely because I wanted the emphasis to be on an internal change that is reflected on your outside. When you grow emotionally, it automatically shows up on the outside of you. You don't even have to to fake it. It's, It's authentic. It's true. It's real. Suddenly, you don't have to pretend to be happy. You just are happy. Or in whatever area of growth you're in, that just naturally is reflected, whether if you're working on happiness, then that. And if you're working on sufficiency or security, it's that. I like to say that you can become a naturally happy person, that happiness is a skill. And then once you've practiced it enough, it becomes second nature to you. It becomes your new normal. As we're learning to be happy from the inside out, it's essential that we acknowledge that we are the only ones who can make ourselves happy. Nobody else can do that for us. I love thinking about it like this. Nobody else can make me happy. That's my job. And that brings me to today's podcast episode. You see, we humans were designed for growth and it's a beautiful thing. We dream, we imagine, we create, and we design incredible things. We do this within our lives too. Being in the personal development and the mental health industries, one mistake that I often see made, and frankly I've made myself, is to approach my own growth from from an insecure place. That I approach change from an insecure place. This means that I was trying to be better you know, to grow so that I could feel better about myself. In other words, if I accomplish this goal, then I'll give myself permission to feel better about myself. Do you find yourself doing this or even thinking this way? You know, thoughts like, you know, I've got this dream that's so important to me. And if I don't reach it, I'll be so disappointed and feel ashamed. Or if you do find yourself thinking this way, it's likely that your brain thinks that you'll finally feel good enough once you've done the thing. Perhaps it's quit your job and find a new one or lose that weight that's been bugging you, repair that relationship that's been straining you, or perhaps even walking away from a relationship altogether. Maybe it's that you stop yelling at your kids or trying to escape them or, you know, just being present with them finally or get that degree that you've been eyeing, whatever it is. Your brain thinks that once you stop that, stop that behavior and reach that goal or do that thing, that you'll finally feel good enough, that you'll finally feel so much better about yourself and relax and stop being so insecure. And here's the thing. I hate to burst your bubble, but actually I don't hate it that much. I'm so glad. I'm so honored to be able to burst your bubble honored that you chose to be with me today so that I could share this with you. 
things outside of us can't permanently change how we feel. If we feel insecure without the degree, we're still going to feel insecure with it, but for different reasons. If we think that we're a bad mom because we've yelled at our kids and then somehow we stop yelling at them, we do, you know, we switch to some other behavior, we're still going to feel like a bad mom because that's the way our brain is working in that cycle. And we know this on an intellectual level, right? That things outside of us can't change how we feel that, you know, it has to come from the inside of us. But we still forget this a lot of times. Just just imagine the lives of the rich and famous, right? They have everything that anyone could want, and yet so many of them are struggling deeply with depression and insecurity. I think of the heartbreaking end that Robin Williams' life came to. You know, he brought laughter to so many people. He had a beautiful family. He had fame, recognition, admiration, wealth, influence, endless job opportunities. And yet he took his death into his own hands. He had all of the outside tenets of happiness, but inwardly he felt hopeless, hopeless to the point where he took drastic measures so that he would never have to feel anything ever again. And you've maybe experienced judgment from other people where they're like, well, what reason do you have to be, uh, to be feeling badly? You've got everything you need. Perhaps you've inflicted this upon yourself. I certainly did. I thought, you know, I have every need met in my life. So many wants met in my life, things that I've asked for and I've gotten, and I'm miserable. I have no right to feel this badly. And that's because I was looking at all of the things on the outside, that the outside things are supposed to be the thing that makes me happy, but, but it's not. And yes, we can make it a huge argument that wealth makes things in our lives more simple. Absolutely. And being an American, having access to clean drinking water, and frankly, I am in love with washers and dryers. I even have the base model in our apartment, like not even the nice top of the line kind. And I'm like, I can't imagine life where I would have to scrub and wash my clothes and hang them out to dry. Like, I'm just so grateful for washers and dryers. And then healthcare. No, it may not be the best in the world, but it's exactly what I need right now for me and so many other people. Like, and we might have to jump through hoops to get some things, but it's available. It's not as bad as it would have been like a hundred years ago when things were not available and we didn't have knowledge for healthcare, right? All of these things add value to our lives, but they don't create our happiness. When our happiness comes from the inside, we don't have to keep chasing it. We don't have to keep spending more money on things to make us happy because we are happy already. We don't have to force people to like us or to change our personalities so that people will approve of us to feel happy. We're already happy. It's such a more grounded place to live our life from, knowing that we create our happiness and that all of the things that are around us are these wonderful benefits to living in the world that we live in. They add to our lives. We don't need them out of a desperation they just are there and we love them. 
So how do we develop happiness for ourselves? I like to think of our lives as there's you, there's your happiness, and there's everything that's in between that's blocking you right now from feeling happy and feeling secure and feeling whole. Because we are all whole. We are not broken. I, I do not ascribe to that. I know so many people that do and, and they've got their own way of thinking about it. But when I think about myself as broken, I am, I just feel terribly about myself. I'm down on myself. I'm looking for things to fix me. And then I'm lamenting, why am I not feeling better? And then it's, oh yes, because I'm broken. So I, when I think of myself as whole already, I calm down a lot and I'm able to breathe and look to what it is that I actually need. Because if I'm already whole and I don't need this person's approval to fix me, and I don't need this thing to be purchased to make me happy, then, then I calm down. It's really nice. So all of the things that are in the way of our happiness are the things that we solve for and move and clear up so that we can truly access that happiness. And this is something that I do with my clients one-on-one and we look specifically at what is blocking them from their happiness. But in a more general sense, I'm going to be talking about it today with you. I think a lot of our happiness comes from security. We have so many insecurities and once you start identifying them, it can be quite overwhelming. But as you address them and work on them, you start seeing, oh yeah, I actually am whole. I didn't need to fill this insecurity hole with this fake thing. How do we develop more security for ourselves? I, I've done this and I'm still doing this work. I have insecurities, but they pale in comparison to the flavor of insecurity that I, that I used to live with. I would feel paralyzed by other people's opinions. I couldn't develop my own opinions because I had to adopt theirs in order to feel like I was accepted. Um, I felt like I didn't belong in most life situations so imagine just anywhere that I would go, I would automatically feel I don't belong. I second-guessed my every decision. What would someone else have done? What would they have done? Like, am I making the right decision? So I didn't trust myself. This not trusting myself was a very natural thing for me. And it was so normal for me to just look to everyone else for the answers and to just, it's like this anxiety that just ran through me constantly. I purchased my clothing based on what I imagined other people would think of me, you know, hoping that they would think me clever and stylish. And I've done so much work around my insecurities and I'm so, so grateful to myself that I had the courage to face them and to invest my time and my money and my attention into myself, despite my fears that it was a selfish pursuit because it's made me so much more relaxed when I'm alone, it's made me so much more relaxed when I'm with others. It's allowed me to shut down the insecure voices in my head of second guessing, like, should I have said that? Should I, did I say that the right way? What are they thinking of me now? Like, I actually get to be with people now 
without all of that mind chatter. It's remarkable. So now that I've calmed my own insecurities down, I can listen and be fully present and hear what they are saying and engage with them in such a more meaningful and in whole way because my attention isn't split. And now I love when I find awareness of an insecurity because that gives me the ability to invite it in and look at it and question it openly with curiosity. It's like, oh, so I'm feeling embarrassed that I said the wrong thing with this group of people, huh? Like, I must think they're judging me now. Interesting. And then what's the worst thing if they don't agree with me? What if they are judging me negatively right now? What's the worst thing? Like, they won't like me? Well, I guess that's okay because I'm going to like me no matter what. And they're welcome to like me, like I give, or, or not like me. I give them permission to like me or not like me. It's totally up to them and it's totally fine either way. And it's just funny because I really will do that in my head and kind of like talk myself down. And then I get just, just I just get to be with the people. Or if, uh, you know, in the past I've thought about pursuing a graduate degree and it was like, oh, I want this graduate degree. Why? Because I'm feeling inadequate compared to other people that I'm around. And then I would ask, well, why am I feeling inadequate? It, like, I, I think they're smarter than me. And that's interesting. Well, what's wrong with them being smarter than you on this subject? Nothing, right? You know, what does it mean about you that you think they're smarter? Was it, what does it mean about you that you're not as smart as them? And I would realize, oh, it's nothing. Like, that doesn't mean anything about me. They get to be smart. And then I realized I get to feel good about myself even when other people are smarter than me. And I get to enjoy that they're smarter than me. And I get to ask them questions and have fascinating conversations with them because they're smarter than me. It's totally great. And I love it. It's it's amazing how when you take down you turn down the volume of the insecurity in your brain and you're just there and present with people that your happiness just expands. It, it feels so like expansive and like it's just bursting from within you. The more I work on myself, the more time I spend loving on myself and developing trust with myself, the more that I see my motivations to grow are essential. What is my motivation? Is it so that I can feel better about myself or is it because I'm going to find this fascinating and have a great time? It's a really big deal. If I'm trying to grow, if I'm pursuing growth so that others can be impressed with me or approve of me, I'll always be relying on other people to like and approve of me so that I can feel good about me. So I'll constantly be chasing that. And knowing other humans, that just isn't going to happen all the time because people are going to let me down. I am going to let others down. I'm human too, right? So it makes no logical sense to place our happiness in other people's hands. Because ultimately, when they think we're something special, we really just give ourselves permission to think we're something special too. We're the ones whose opinions ultimately come out to play. It's been us all along, friends. We just didn't know and we didn't slow down long enough to recognize 
that it was us creating how we feel about ourselves based on how we think about ourselves. So if our motivation for growth and development is external, you know, to make someone else proud like my mom or dad or to finally think we're a good person or worthy of love or whatever, we're being motivated by an illusion. You are already worthy of love. Despite anything, no matter what you've done, including all of what you've done, you're already good. Doesn't matter what people have said about you. You're already whole. Doesn't matter what you think about yourself. And we can be proud of ourselves no matter what, just because we decided to be. I would invite you to find something, even if you consider it small and insignificant, choose something to be proud of yourself for today. Being proud of yourself, not in a comparative way with like, I'm better than someone else. That's arrogance. And the root of arrogance is deep insecurity. It may feel like someone thinks that they're, you know, like you've heard the term, he thinks he's God's gift to women. It's rarely that that's the case. It's that someone is deeply insecure and they cover it up. So find something to be proud of yourself for today just so that you can take pride in who you are and that you're an amazing human. And if you're having trouble seeing it now, that's okay. It may take some practice. There's nothing wrong with that. So how do you practice feeling secure in who you are right now, even in your beautiful humanity and flaws? If you're having a hard time imagining it, let's start with the basics. And pick one of these questions to ask yourself as many times as you can today, this week or, you know, whatever, and notice how you're feeling and what comes up for you. I want you to ask, what if I loved myself even with this mistake? Or what if I forgave myself deeply? What would that look like? Or what if I'm already beautiful without having reached my ideal weight? Or what if I already have what it takes? Or what if buying this new thing won't actually make me happy? What if it actually comes from inside me? And my all-time favorite is what feels like love? Like how can you take care of yourself today just because you're worth being taken care of? You don't have to look for someone else to take care of you. Only you can do this. Start with possibility. Focus on possibility. Imagine it might be possible that this thing that you imagine isn't holding you back from being happy, that you could be happy in spite of this thing and get curious what it would look like. Ask yourself, what if it's possible that the obstacle isn't what it seems and that you can be happy even without it changing? Sure, you You don't have to change jobs or get that pat on the back or get that higher education that you want, although you still could, but you could do it with a healthy recognition that you're doing it because you want to, not because you have to or are desperate for what you think it'll give you. They're totally different energies that you're working from there, totally different feelings. So live in the possibility this week, friends. Think about What is stopping you from being happy? And what if that thing didn't stop you anymore? What if you could be happy without changing it? It's a really powerful question to ask. It seems very simple, but I've been walking around this week doing that with a situation for myself 
not with happiness, but with different ways of thinking about it. And it has been opening up my mind in humongous ways. And it's been so fun to think like, oh, wow, my feelings about this thing have drastically shifted purely because I've been exploring the possibility that I've not been limited all this time. Anyway, that's what I've got for you this week, friends. I look forward to seeing you next time. All right, take care. Bye. Hey, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, please leave me a review in Apple Podcasts to let me know what you think and to help others find happy from the inside out. Obviously, I hope you're learning a lot and able to feel more connected to and in charge of your life. If so, please leave me a five-star review with your favorite takeaways. That said, I do want your honest feedback so that I can be sure the information is relevant and useful to you. And if you are ready to dive deeper in this work, make sure you sign up to do a free consult with me. During this hour together, we'll look at the specific struggles you're facing and why nothing else is working. I'll share my insights on why you're not happy and the work I think that will change that dramatically. Whether or not we choose to work together, you'll leave with tools to get started on your journey. If you're stuck, this is something you don't want to miss. Sign up at bit.ly forward slash heymegan. That's H-E-Y-M-E-A-G-A-N. I'll see you soon.